Cars today are safer, more reliable, and packing more technology than ever before. But if you're looking for an appliance on wheels, this isn't your show. We want to help everyone find a car they'll really love, capable on the commute, and a laugh on your favorite road. If you take the long way home, this is for you. New cars, used cars, whatever your budget, whatever your needs, if you like to drive, we want to help. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. We're excited to bring you a single car podcast devoted solely to the <laughs> Model 3. We just finished yep. watching this reveal, yep. and I'm almost about to uh, duck and cover with uh, some of the things that I know you're going to say. <laughs> I, I'm about to duck and cover here. Here's the reason we're doing a special podcast on it. Be it's twofold. It's twofold. One this is the Tesla that is the first genuine everyday driver money Tesla. That's yes. the first part. Yep. The second part is this is one of those things in the automotive world, which obviously I mean, you're listening to us. We're talking about cars. We're, we're geeks for auto stuff, obviously. And, and it's a major niche part of the world. This is one of those stories that has transcended that to be all everyone can talk about across news in general. Mm -hmm. So when something like that happens, I mean, we kind of have to get right in the middle of it, even if it wasn't affordable. I mean, this is the reason we did the Faraday thing, because that wasn't affordable, and it was smoke and mirrors. But it was also everybody, <laughs> all everybody could talk about. This is even more than the Faraday thing. And, you know, I, was, I, I told you this earlier, Paul. I, I drove into Salt Lake today, and I, happened, I didn't even think about it until it happened. I, I got on State Street, which here in Salt Lake is where the Tesla dealer is, actually a much debated Tesla dealer. They really fought to have it there. Right, and right. I didn't even think about it until I got on to that street and got about a block away and realized it's a decent-sized, you know, old-school kind of car dealership, which is, you know, it's it's a box in the middle of a parking lot, you know, that, that kind of design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a line doubled around the building of people at, you know, at like 8.30, 9 o'clock this morning getting waiting in line for their spot, which I want to come back to. But, I mean, that that kind of brought it home to me again because – I see I see Teslas here, but I don't see them like you see them in L.A. where they're everywhere. So it was interesting to see, okay, this is something that even though this is not necessarily Tesla country, even though we see some, there's a line around the building here. So, I mean, this is this is across all media, all markets, all everybody is talking about the Model 3. So it's worthwhile for us to do so. It's almost all anybody can talk about these days. And uh, I'm almost of the mindset to start at the top and just – yeah, a good starting okay. place is the thing that we've noticed about the lines at dealers. I just, I still don't know what you call it because they're not really truly a dealership. Are they a, I, I don't know what you call them, showroom? It's, Whatever. Whatever it's they just, are. It's just, it's the Tesla store. The place Let's to just go there. Yeah, it's the, the, Tesla the Tesla store. store. Much like the Apple store, you realize. There's mm -hmm. much to say about that. But I, yep. I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, about your comment on the stores, the Tesla stores, I also saw Jay, who is the founder of the Park City Car Club, he f did a Facebook posting about that and somebody else chimed in, I think it was Gavin, and said somebody was 196 in line and 200 people behind that guy. And I went, what? So I, I'm just you, you, I'm shocked you, by all this. Right, all right. You've walked, you've walked into the first comment that I want to say, which which is – which is this. I mean, I, I, you may have read or you may have heard the, the press that was out about this, uh, earlier this earlier today because obviously it was March 31st in Australia before it was March 31st everywhere else. 
And some right. guy made the news for being the number one guy in line in Sydney. And, of course, that means he was the number one person to sign up for the Model 3 kind of in the world at one of these events. However, however, this is the part about waiting in line for – and, look, this is not Tesla. I, 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 I want to stop for a second. I am not talking about Tesla specifically here. I feel this way about the iPhone. I feel this way about a lot of things. You're waiting in line for a mass-produced product you will get at some point. This is borderline mm -hmm. bragging rights. But mm -hmm. the thing about it with this guy in Australia and all of the, Elon was saying the night, 115,000 people that got in line behind him and signed up, the thing I feel like you're all ignoring as you camped out for a couple of days is it's been very publicly discussed. The first people to get these cars will be people that already own Teslas, and after that, Tesla employees. Right, right. So it's those two you camps may first be, before You may be else. first of that 115,000 right, people right. that signed up today, but you are first behind probably three or 4,000 people ahead of you. <laughs> of all Seriously. The, of all the rest of the people who have already got one ahead of you, you're first. Keep telling yourself Congratulations, that. sir. You are first in the <laughs> end of 2018. Well, this is now a product that has become very much for early adopters. And we've seen that mm -hmm. as uh, all of the owners of, of all three models before this one. It's a car for early adopters, people who like to, sure, to have that new is. technology in their lives, the people who Which bought the cool. Apple Watch right away, the people who bought the iPhone. I mean, you and I have now had multiple iPhones each. You just sure, keep going sure. through the models and mm -hmm. yeah so this is a, now a product for early adopters and i'm actually kind of surprised that elon musk didn't get on stage wearing a black turtleneck jeans and white sneakers because he could have he was close he was very close he was close i i just i think okay so that's fine we've got this early adopter thing going on and i, I want to start at the top and where elon introduces everything i hope that this intro is re published on Tesla Motors. I'm sure it will, so you can watch well, the whole reveal. If nothing else, Hopefully if nothing else somebody will capture it and repost it on well, YouTube, course, whether they're supposed to or not. It will be out there. If you haven't seen it, you'll be able to see it. And, you know, it'll be there. I also thought it was, side note, that I thought you would appreciate, Paul. I thought it was interesting that the designer, who is kind of a rock star designer, he oh, has done yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of incredibly sexy-looking cars prior to going to Tesla. And, again, I think the Model S, design-wise, is a victory. I think it's a fantastic-looking car. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, he, he is a great designer. I think it's hysterical that he was just kind of like, hey— I'm the designer. Um, we needed a good leader, so here he is, Elon Musk. Wait, 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 wait. You're the designer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got nothing other than just hi guys, and you're out. Oh. I, but but it, but it speaks to the figurehead thing, the the very much Steve Jobs feel figurehead thing. I mean, yeah. you brought it up last week. That is the thing that Tesla has going for them that GM and Ford and all of those don't have, and that is ultimately the press launch is done by a figurehead who people look on with, I hate to say it, but it's true, kind of a messianic kind of demeanor. I mean, that mm -hmm. was true of, the, of Steve Jobs when he did product launches. It's true of Elon Musk when he does product launches. There are people where this is borderline their religion. Yeah, And I, yeah. I get it, kind of. I, 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 don't, I don't ascribe to it, not with Tesla, not with Apple. I don't ascribe to it. I kind of intellectually understand it. Yeah, as we dive into this, I want to, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I want to put that out up front that, Really, no other car company on the planet has a figurehead person, a visionary leader like this. And yeah, whatever you not. think absolutely about not. him, I mean, Elon is, yeah, brilliant guy. His oratory skills leave a little bit to desire, you know, 
<laughs> I, I, I caught him stumbling through things, but no matter. That's here nor there. I, I think, okay, so he's this figurehead visionary kind of guy, and you've got to hand it to him for coming up with the vision for the company, SpaceX sitting on the board of a solar company. I mean, the guy co-founded PayPal. So he's he's got these mm-hmm. huge ideas, and I must say this. As far as we go for any electric f- car company, any further car companies that come out, the Faradays, NextEVs, mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. future car companies coming sure, out, sure. none of them have the cachet or the brand cachet like Steve Jobs was to Apple. There's Samsung, there's mm-hmm. LG, there's, as you said, GM, Ford, Honda, all these others, but the, it's the CEO. Nobody cares. But people want yeah. to hear from a visionary leader like this. And I, I well, just yeah, found I mean, it amazing. He, you know, he's a guy, but he's he, he carried that. He did a good job of carrying that kind of perception and that kind of reputation very into so. Tesla to begin with. Yeah. He kind of walked in the door with it. I mean, it'd be very much like this is not. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it'd be very much like if Mark Zuckerberg got into any kind of actual thing you could purchase. Which is you know, Oculus he got now, into, essentially. If I mean, he it's, got, it's but if he got that. into a product, you know, he's the he's the visionary leader that created this multi-billion-dollar thing, and now he's hawking whatever. I mean, that's Steve Jobs, that's Elon Musk. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be Zuckerberg if he was selling a thing. It's frankly, it's Jeff Bezos over at Amazon. Yeah, he's the same yeah. kind of guy. Even though he doesn't do these big, generally doesn't do these big product reveals, but he still does some. I mean, he sh- shows up on news shows and talks about drone delivery. I mean, it's it's that kind of, and I feel like all of them are Silicon Valley connected. You know, it's it's all the folks that kind of have that backing that get that perception and walk into product. And now it's you're mm-hmm. on stage. Oh my God! It's you know it, and there is this kind of awe that follows them around. It's amazing because of what. The, the dedication that they can create in people, especially if their products are decent. And in the case of Apple and also Tesla, the products are incredibly impressive. They are. Yeah, and they have that going for them for any future models. From here on out, you know, all mm-hmm. these startups are kind of come on board and all the normal car companies are going to come out with their whatever it is. But Tesla still has this cachet going for it, as you've just described. Yeah. It will always have this going for it. So I think, okay, well, I, I, I like what he's saying. I, I wanna, he, he comes across as affable. He doesn't yeah. come across as, it's the best thing ever, and you should buy it. It's, it's a little bit of a tone of, hey, here's why we're doing this. Here's the different thinking we're bringing well, to this. I kind it's, of, I, it's I, self, I, I like that. I, I disagree. I disagree. It's self-deprecating, but it's planned self-deprecating. To a point. Because to a point. There, there's multiple places in this reveal tonight where he would be like, but I'm bum with a big, and we did this. And he would wait three or four beats for everybody to applaud and be like, whoa. And a couple times, it didn't happen. And yeah. there's this awkward two or three beats where he's yeah. waiting for everybody to be like, you're the greatest. And they didn't give it to him. And then a couple times, it actually happened where the beats waited a little bit longer and somebody in the crowd picked up, oh, wait, we're supposed to cheer right there. And then they didn't be like, oh, okay, thank <laughs> the you. The applause sign didn't light so, up at the moment. <laughs> so I'm sorry. He's, he's, it's, it's planned self-deprecation. This is not, he's not demurring. He, he maybe, is, I mean, and you maybe. and he doesn't come across as an evil genius though. I don't, I don't get no, this. He like, no, no, he I'm doesn't. No, he doesn't. I'm planning and I'm manipulating you. I, I don't feel that. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not saying that there's any kind of Dr. Evil maniacal thing going on here. I'm not suggesting that in the least, but I am suggesting he, he thinks everyone should be impressed. 
Yeah. And and yeah. honestly, I, I don't think I don't think you could be a Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or elite any kind of company like this and not I'm sorry, but I don't know the way to put it, not have your ego enter the building before you do. <laughs> I think you have to. I think you have to be that guy. And I'm not look, I mean great film directors are the same way. I've worked with some great film directors and it was like you could tell when they were a block away because the ego entered the room. Sure. You know, when you Which is are, probably why Franz when, when deferred to him. That probably explains it. When you're it right commanding there. this kind of thing and you're leading people to really get on board behind you, you kind of have to have that demeanor about you and I think Elon has it I think he self-deprecates to hide it and I think Steve Jobs did as well but I think it is true in both of them and yeah, uh, that's what creates this kind of leadership yeah I can see that but anyway I, I, I want to step away from Elon to the product itself because there, there's I feel like there were a couple of interesting reveals here that have nothing to do with the car okay and one is and I want to stay on the on the lines for a second one is People with lined up around the block. First off, you're, you're thousands of people back from the people that are actually getting them, theoretically, the end of next year. And, and he even acknowledged he hopes it's the end of next year. I will be shocked if it's before first quarter of 2018. And the people getting them first quarter of 2018 will be like Randy, the guy that loaned mm -hmm. us his Model X. Sure, sure. It'll be those folks with multiple Teslas in the garage that can get one of the first hundred made and then after that, it's the employees. And then after that, it's you people that camped out. So <laughs> sure. I, I'm sorry, sure. but I will be shocked if anybody has these in hand well, yes, before yes. summer of 2018. Yes, you've said that. And yes. yeah, I, I just be very surprised by that. But okay. And the other reason I say that is because he made the comment where 115,000 reservations have happened. Now, Obviously, not everybody that reserved one is going to go through with it. I get that. And they get that, too. But this is a company that made, like, 50,000 vehicles last year across both their models. Mm -hmm. So if if they were just making Model 3s, that is more than a year of production. Yeah. Um but that's at the current production rate. So they might have the possibility of ramping up to, you know, higher production well, they're output. They're going to have to. And that's they're have to. that's probably part of the plan. So yeah, I, I mean, okay. So you have to wait. I mean, it seems like everybody in mm -hmm. line is fine with waiting. Just as it's, they it's are. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You know, they're they're fine with it. And well, they want to get their hands you're on waiting this technology. For your, you're waiting for your M2. But I, I would submit to yeah. you that with the M2, at least, you have ordered a somewhat known commodity. Well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you know, we've talked about, we've driven the 235i extensively on track, off track. And, mm -hmm. you know, we like the platform. We know the car. We know the wheelbase and think, okay, the M version of this got to be awesome. So we already like that and we well, know what's coming. And, 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 and there's no way to get this stat yeah. anywhere. But I would be curious to know of those 115,000 people that preserved one today. How many of them have ever even ridden in a current Tesla, let alone drive one? How uh, many of them? And there's no way to get that stat. But I, no. I would be very surprised if even half of those people have even ridden in one. I so we are talking about a hype purchase. I doubt it. Well, I seriously doubt think it. Think about it. Employees and current owners, which, is, which was the entire hall in there, the entire studio in there was probably no, 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 no. Owners. I'm not talking the folks in. I'm not talking the folks in the reveal. I'm talking the 115,000 people that lined up and signed up and reserved today. Those folks. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe very few I'll, of them. I'd be I'd be shocked if half of them, if genuinely, if half of them have ever even ridden in a Tesla. 
So that is really, it's fascinating that, that that hype and that wave of hype is working. Please don't get me wrong. Impressive technology, and clearly it has permeated people. But, you know, people that I know that are not car people are aware of Tesla cars. Mm-hmm. May not have even seen one. That is paying off now in these reservations. I just, I think it's, it, the, the hype of it is the part that I find fascinating because I find that fascinating about any product. It just happens to be Tesla right now. Sure. Although, I find it fascinating about Apple products, whatever. It's just amazing to me when that happens. Counterpoint to that, though, about the hype. This is not technology that doesn't exist. It's not like this is the first car. We've never really tried this before. It's the first car of the lineup. No, they've got three prior models of proven technology and proven buyers and you know, you can go see our reviews. You can read stats. You can of read course. all about them. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. not like the news is, well, Tesla made this thing and it didn't really work and we're disappointed. No, it works. It works really well. You're, no, you're right. So, no, yes, there's a level the, of hype, the, but there's also a level of we know what we're doing. So that is, I think, booing the the people signing up. They're like, all right, well, they know what they're doing. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, it's, it, it is. No, I agree with I, you. I think it it's is, a mixture It of is both. the iPhone. It is the iPhone because before the iPhone one, what had had Mac made that was a phone? Nothing. Well, they made the iPod. Before the iPod, what did they made? Computers. But that sure, was the thing. People were relying on the new technology based on what they'd seen so far. But I just I, how many people again that have signed up have have even driven an electric car? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that that seismic shift in perception is fascinating. I think it's cool actually, but I think it is kind of jaw dropping that it's happened at all. I just the 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 excitement about this is unbelievable, but I think one of the most interesting side points of this entire discussion was the type in the middle, discussion in the middle, and I hoped he'd go there, but I was shocked he went there as much as he did about the gigafactory. Well, what did you take away from that because I took something very specific away from the gigafactory. Well, I that you didn't uh, touch on, but what what go go cuz you actually have been in the halls of Tesla a lot more than most people will ever get. So, go. Yeah. I I think it's like you and I have talked about a lot about Tesla being a battery company and a software Agreed. technology company that oh, by the way, Agreed. builds cars and he even admitted, "All of you bought Model Xs and Model Ss, thanks for funding the Model 3. That's where the development money is going." And so Absolutely. You have to keep yeah. that in mind that their technology manifests itself in a stylish car that looks like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they are – he gave stats, and I can't repeat them back to you. You can go look them up. But essentially the largest lithium-ion battery supplier on the planet, which means – Well, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. In order to do in order well, to do as many cars a year as they would like to do, which is 500,000, they would have to absorb – this is what he said. They would have to absorb the entire lithium-ion production of the world. So instead of doing that, they have built the Gigafactory, which he quoted as the largest footprint of any building in the world. Ponder that for a minute. Right, right. The largest footprint of any building so they can build their own lithium-ion batteries so they can build more in that one facility than the rest of the world's output combined. My right. point here – Well, hang my on. Point I'm, I'm going to finish mine oh, before sorry. you do. I'm, I'm going to keep going. Okay. So I, as I was saying, the largest lithium-ion battery supplier, as you've, as you've established – and that means they want to be the supplier for every other car company. Agreed. Totally agree. Surprisingly enough, on a side note, I've been in Faraday as well. They're making their mm-hmm. own batteries. They don't want to buy from Tesla, which I find pretty yeah. funny. I mean, that's battery manufacturing production is huge. I mean, we just saw the gig factory. It's on a big scale yeah. here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to be the battery supplier and go knock on 
Volkswagen's door and GM's mm -hmm. door and Ford mm -hmm. and okay, so now we're all driving different styled cars with the same battery, the same technology. Yeah. All sourced so, from Tesla. Well, and, and okay. they exactly. I mean, couple perfect launching point for the thoughts in my brain. I mean, here's here's the thing. I totally agree with you. They want to be a battery company more than a car company, and I have a couple thoughts on that. First off, a year or so ago, they released, frankly, a very sexy, looks like the Tesla Shield, very sexy-looking home battery for home solar and mm -hmm. talked about that mm -hmm. and got a lot of press for that. And it was honestly, it was it's it. this is the Apple world, meaning that they created a battery for your home solar system. It just looked nicer than what everybody else is offering. Oh, you could have a Model it's S a battery without the car. For your home. <laughs> just park a Model so, S in your so, garage. Well, it's not really a car, but, you know. But but so so here was the here was their their solar battery. I mean they they definitely want to be a battery company. My 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 comparison is this. You know Amazon Prime. Okay, they we've all talked about it. They're going to be the new people with the original Top Gear guys. The Top Gear UK guys right, are right. doing their big show for them later this year. And if you have Amazon Prime, it's like Amazon's version of Netflix, and you can do on demand or you can buy movies or whatever. Here is my correlation to Tesla. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon doesn't want to be, oh, let me rephrase, Tesla's point is not to be a car company any more than Amazon's point is to be a TV company. Or a bookseller. Amazon is going they to make as a all of its, my, but my, my point is Amazon's whole point of existence is to be a place where you buy stuff. Yeah. It's commerce. And sure. by the way, we can fund some TV shows and we can sell you movies, but that's not the point. I think the same thing is true of Tesla. I think Tesla is planning, and, and he also talked about it in the supercharger thing. I think their actual long-term business model is that they are going to be the battery supplier for everybody, and they're going to own the infrastructure for supercharging. And I think, I suspect they're going to start charging every other electric car company owner. You can go to the Tesla supercharger, and you can pay pick your fee. Uh, what do you charge? What do you pay uh, for gas right now? You pay 20 bucks. Here's 20 bucks to Tesla to charge my Nissan, whatever my Chevy bolt, my whatever it is for 20 bucks, which is the same less than a tank of gas. And I got a supercharge. Isn't it awesome into my maybe, Tesla batteries? Maybe because then they'll have, cause, cause here's the thing. They made 50,000 cars last year. That is a blip on the market. Right. The Camry right. sold like 300,000 cars, just the Camry. <laughs> okay, if sure. if if they ramp up to five hundred thousand units a year, which frankly I don't think they'll do anytime soon, they will almost be producing more than the number of just Camrys sold. So we're talking about a tiny percentage of the overall car market. This is not a commentary against electric cars. Let's say every car goes electric. Fine, I don't really want that. I still like a combustion car for fun. But let's say the vast majority, let's say ninety percent of vehicles go electric. Tesla's not going to make anything but like 1% of those. They just don't have the ability to do it. And I don't think they want to. I think what they want to do is own the batteries and own the supercharger network. They're so far ahead in the ability to charge, uh, charge cars. Why not charge other people for all the other cars? You can make a killing of money charging 20 bucks a charge. And then the 50,000 people or the 500,000 people that own Teslas, sure, you get a free charge. That's a blip. Sure, sure. I mean, that is sort of an evil plan to take over the world, I think. I mean, it's it's a viable one. I I had a uh, recent trip to Birmingham, UK. So for all of our England listeners, I was just over there on a super quick trip and uh, went through Birmingham. But uh, very surprised, I guess I shouldn't be, to see another Tesla store right in the middle of Birmingham. And just went by in a taxi real quick and thought, oh, my gosh, they're here too. And I think it's fantastic. That network is 
3,600 currently, he said, worldwide, wants to double it mm. by, what, in uh, next year or something? Or in a very short time frame, wants to double that count, the supercharger count worldwide, Yeah, which yeah. is great. So, But, I mean, they were showing all I, of the charging, superchargers, or, or as he called, destination chargers around the world. I mean, they are. that's right, that's right. He, he's, headed, he's headed toward gas stations. And since nobody else, look, ev- that's the other thing. That's the bait and switch of this here. Every other car maker is worried about making an electric car. Nobody is worried about charging stations. The minute the electric car starts to be a seismic shift of the number of people that own them, it's going to be about the infrastructure for how do we charge them. And Tesla is going to be able to raise their hand and go, here's what it'll cost you. Yeah. yeah that that is, I fully believe that's the game plan with the Gigafactory <laughs> and the chargers. Because they cannot, they cannot just physically produce. Let's say nobody else in history makes a better electric car than Tesla. Let's just assume that's the case. I don't think it's possible. I think it'll be beat at some point. But they're way ahead. Let's say nobody ever beats them in electric car awesomeness. They still can't provide more than maybe 5% of the market. They just can't build them. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's that's a bit of speculation for right now. That's where they're at now, but they're certainly going to be ramping up. He said that factory had half a million car capacity, so which they, is they enough could. to to replace Camrys. The Camrys sure. sold in the last calendar year. That's what I'm saying. The volume of cars made is mind boggling, mm-hmm. and Tesla yeah. is not going to make much of a dent in that any more than in the '90s. It was like. Max were like 1% of the computers sold. It's that kind of thing. Sure. They may be getting all of the discussion, but they're not going to get a huge percentage of the market because they physically can't create that kind of volume unless all of the other car makers of the world start making Teslas. Now we could do that. But mm-hmm. short of that, it's just, like I say, 500,000 vehicles is like one and a half the amount of Camry sold in a calendar year. So <laughs> sure. let's not even talk Ford F-150s and everything else on top of that. The, the the volume of cars sold every year is staggering, and so I don't think that's the play here. The, I want to get to the Model 3 now, 30 minutes in, but I, I don't think that's the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it leaves certainly a lot of room for a lot of other players, and, te- and Elon has opened up the patents, so he's essentially saying bring the competition, which... I like it's well. It's I, I like the attitude. I like that he's and I, encouraging that I, because I, he knows he's far ahead. You know that I applaud him. I applaud him for that, and it has resulted in something like the Chevy Bolt, which I do think is interesting that no one's talking about because uh, it's here kind of now. If you'd like a thirty thousand dollar, two hundred mile electric car, Chevy could sell you one and have it to you in the next few months while you're waiting to see how far back you are on the Model Three line. I'm just saying, you could buy a Bolt now and in eighteen months, two years, sell it after having a car for two years <laughs> to get your Model Three. But I mean, you really GM could. doesn't have a visionary leader who gets up on stage and just says, Here, "Here's what we're doing. You should buy it." They don't, and they don't have, and they don't have a charging network. No. Wouldn't it be cool if you could drive your Chevy Bolt up to a supercharger anywhere and plug it in? Because you know the plugs are standard. So yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I think that's the play. And the other, and I also think that's, I think it's awesome. He re- he released his patents and things like Porsche and and GM and all the players we've talked about are, are diving in. I think it's fantastic. But I actually. also think. But I also think that plays to what I'm saying. If you release the patents so other people start making electric cars, when they need power, they come back to you. That's the play right. here. Right. It's not cars, it's power. So let's talk about the design for a minute. Let's jump right into the car and talk oh, about the exterior. The actual car. The 30 actual minutes car. in, let's talk about the Model 3. A great idea. We've talked great about idea. this infrastructure and software technology <laughs> company that builds this thing called the Model 3. 
I want to jump in and talk about the design. And you started off talking a little okay. bit about Franz and everything I've heard about him. I, I haven't actually met him in person, but I, I hear he's a great guy, very nice, works very hard. He actually had a stint at Mazda for a little while, was responsible uh -huh. for setting Mazda on the course of what they're doing now as far as great design. And looking at the photos of this car, they've been posted online, and a number of outlets have – they just took screenshots of the reveal. So I'm – some of them are a little bit blurry here, but some of them are okay. And I'm looking at the exterior to start with, and I think, mm -hmm. all right, let's start at the front. The reason cars look like they do and have a, a mouth or an opening is because of cooling. And so sure. electric cars – they don't need that. Maybe a little bit of battery cooling and brake cooling, but not to the extent that combustion engines converting all that power into heat need that yeah. front cooling. Don't, don't need it. And yeah. I have a radiator. Don't need it. Mm -hmm. So I think, okay, how will Tesla resolve this? And they did it to a, a fairly successful degree with the front of the X, and that styling will be seen on the new generation of the Model S. So it's that logo. It's a little bit of an opening, but a slightly yeah. canted forward front surface that's pretty blank. And then I see the three here, and I go, huh, <laughs> there's about nothing blank. there. There's, it's just a flat – well, not flat. There's no flat surfaces on a car, but it, it's just a yeah. blank open surface. There's mm -hmm. nothing that needs to be there. So on one hand, I think, okay, there's no superfluous design. No – if it doesn't need to be there, then it isn't. But I think it's the, the single biggest failing point of this car as I look at it and I think, okay, maybe it'll be taken up by a license tag or maybe you can mm. draw. Maybe it'll be like chalkboard paint and kids can walk by and scribble on your car. Something like that. It just – something about it just doesn't have <laughs> enough of a signature face. It's almost like a, a car without a nose or a face without a nose. Well, it's two you eyes. Know what it reminds me of. And it's got this lower you know, it, cooling down here, a little inlet. But yeah. It, it's a little bit blank for my taste. I don't it's, know. What do you think? But it's an unknown. It's an unknown. Nobody knows. I mean, genuinely, nobody knows or has figured out yet how do you design the front of a car if it doesn't need an opening? What do you do? There's and, some and, surface and we're development so, here. <laughs> and we're so we're so completely conditioned to it needing an opening mm -hmm. that we're expecting one. And as a result, I look at this and it, it strikes me. I remember when you were going to Art Center and I would walk around and see people's like form designs or their, their form studies. And it was a bunch, bunch of flowing lines but no real openings or character or that kind of stuff. That's what the front of this looks like. It yeah. looks like the yeah. execution of a CAD model or the execution of one of those things. But I want to say to you, when I looked at it, my first thought is it looks to me design-wise, the whole car looks to me like a cross between the Model X and a Panamera. I don't think it's unattractive, but I, I don't look at it and go, that's cool. I think the S looks great. I don't like the X at all. This is somewhere right in the middle. And, and mm. from many angles, I think the front looks a lot like a Panamera. I think the overall shape looks more like a Panamera even than the Model S does. This feels like a direct blending of the Panamera styling and the Model X styling. And I'm not sure that's good, but it does have normal doors. That's, that's a revelation. It's just got doors. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. I was in the studio a year and a half ago, and I thought, all right, well, this Model X has some pretty interesting approaching 
approaches to doors, I thought this was going to be somewhere along the lines of an RX-8 kind of a door mm. thing. Mm -hmm. And Franz having come from Mazda and influencing yeah. that design. And then, you know, Elon's got this thing with doors. I'm kind of glad they didn't do anything because I'll guarantee you that kept the price down. That just doing oh, yeah. normal doors Absolutely. is what helped yeah. you keep on the price target. So, all right, yep. I'm Agreed. fine with that. I, I like the the roof line. It's a single arc, which is mm -hmm. actually pretty yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But I if agree. you notice, this, he said this huge rear backlight so that the entire rear glass goes up into the mm -hmm. rear roof line. And I think, yep. oh, great. You know, for guys like me, that just means a sunburnt melon. So I hope there's a shade it's, back there. But yeah, it's it's the, eh. it's the reverse of the model of the of the Model X idea, where the front glass goes until You're way right. way past where you would expect. This is the back glass doing it, yeah. which is cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I have no, to say, I'm looking at some some high res glass. photos. <laughs> exactly, I'm looking at some high res photos here. I mean, um, it's it's an interesting looking car. I don't know that I personally can call it beautiful. But I think the Panamera is more interesting than it is attractive. I don't find that car attractive. I don't find the X attractive. I mean, that's that's one of the great misconceptions of our Model X piece is that people think we're comparing the Model X to the Panamera. We aren't, with the possible exception of the fact that you tried to stump me when I started to rant about an ugly car well, by going, well, yeah. wait a minute. What about the Panamera? That's the only reason it came that, up. That's why it brought but, up because that's, that's a paragon of yeah. things you don't like. And I thought, all right, he doesn't mm -hmm. like that. It wasn't in mm -hmm. any way – it was only an example to compare – not it's an example of poor styling. style, which you even mentioned. But but I'm looking at the actual like nice CAD photos now. I'm actually found those online. Hmm. And look, this is very well done. It's really well done. I think it's interesting that we have three cars now with three completely different kind of door handles, and none of them are normal. So I think that's interesting. You know, it it fits with the it fits with the group really well. Um, I I do. I feel like it's a little Panamera in a lot of ways. And for good or bad, that, that just feels very much what we've got here. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, honestly, I, I dislike the front end of this car, but I'm really appreciating the surface development, the hips, mm. the surface transitions. There's some complex surface transitions. I just Definitely. come over, I come back Definitely. around to the front and I think, all right, this car is well designed and kudos to the design team. I know a lot of the guys on the team. And then I come around to the front and I go, yeah, what do you do here? Let's do some sort of yeah. graphical element or something like the um, the BMW i3. Well, there's no inlets on the front of that little electric car, but those yeah, kidney true. grills are an icon. They're a graphic the element. Yeah. So it still well, has I mean, it for that you matter, can't do anything with it, you know? So for that matter, you know, I'm just now thinking of this. What if you pulled that Tesla logo off the hood and put it in the middle of that blank space? Even that would help. Yeah, something like that, or you know what they did done with the uh, the X. It, it's some yeah. sort of you know slight shape, and it just breaks it's up. It's their that. non grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, their non grill. The, the it non breaks inlet. up the huge. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I that that's a tough that's a tough question right now because yeah. that it's it's a brave new world in that regard. It's what do we do here when we don't have to have the nose have any openings? That's a big question. All right. And it almost look that that panel looks almost like the unfinished panel on this car. It is. It is. I, I think the rest of the design is successful. I'm just mm -hmm. going that front is just it's a face without a nose, and it just needs mm. some kind of graphic something breakup to to break up the surface. But all right, that's what we're living with. But uh, on to the interior. I'm cycling back yes. to the photo of the interior here, and. Um, 
I can't wait the till complete the, uh, lack of gauge cluster. There's there's nothing. And I hope you don't uh-huh. have kids because this in- interior is entirely swathed in gleaming white. What is it with white? Yes. I, I just not getting that one. Well, but, but I mean uh, that's but okay. it's great. But it's great for show cars. It's not nobody it's, will spec it. Well, very few people will spec it this way. I mean, I know you can get Model X's you that can, way too. But but but, but uh, most people will never get a white interior because they know that three or four times getting in and out of it with blue jeans on and it's no longer a white <laughs> right. interior. Forget kids for a second. Sorry, I can't but, drive my car after Labor Day. It's it's a white interior. I, I can't. Sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> we switch cars. We switched to the SUV but, at that point. But but you're right. This has no gauge cluster at all there's nothing and the screen has gotten larger or or maybe it's just turned sideways but it looks like it's actually larger i'm just i'm looking at this interior design going okay very very clean and simple it's too clean and too simple there's there's Mm. nothing going on here and that means there's no other place to look but the screen and i'm worried that Nobody's going to look out the front windshield anymore. I mean, I know it's got the autonomous capability with it, but you still have to steer this car. And I'm worried that well, it, all you're going to do is look at the stupid screen, and that's it. I, I'm going, but, there's nothing but as to look we, at. You're right. There's nothing to look at, and it almost looks like you see when you see concept car interiors where they've put an interior on it, kind of. It has that feel because there is so little here. However... We talked about it on the Model X review, and it plays in here. This interior completely plays to autopilot and autonomous driving. It absolutely does. The steering wheel is there for the times in which you need it, and otherwise, all you need is a screen and to talk to the person sitting next to you. You don't actually have to interact. You just have to kind of glance at the screen and check that the systems are still working. This is, in that regard, a victory of an interior for the autonomous world. It absolutely works for that. It does. I, I agree with that. It just, it, it's still got to be an interesting place. In my view, it's still got to be an interesting, you know, more material breakup or something that makes it fun and interesting because now it's not going to be a, a driver's car, even though. It, well, they, they already aren't. They already aren't. That, right. That, that, that ship that's has the sailed, point. my friend. Oh, we are headed toward transportation pods. Absolutely. And this is a perfect example of where, where that's headed. Absolutely. For, I guess I'm not ready for it. I, I guess I'm just sort well, of. You and I, but you and I aren't ready for it the because. Part of it, but, but here's the thing you and I aren't ready for it because of the way we start this podcast. We say if you're looking for an appliance, this is not your show. We don't <laughs> want an appliance. Once you have a transportation pod, you're buying an appliance. Maybe we need you're to You're not revise buying that. a thing that. <laughs> well, but no, that's how we feel still. That's still valid. If you're looking it's for a just, pod, this is not your show. This is the Sorry. beginning. Yeah, talk about podcast. But this is the beginning. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> of this is the beginning of transportation pods in a real way. I look at this interior and I go, "Yep, I see it. I see where we're headed." And their autopilot is good enough that it makes sense in that regard too. Mm-hmm. So this is an interior that plays directly to that world. But it ceases to be about driving for fun, and it is focused on driving for transportation. And let's be honest, outside of the people listening to this podcast, most people drive for transportation. They don't drive for fun. And that plays to this. Yeah, it it very much is. You're absolutely right. I I hope there's something in that surface breakup there. Maybe there's some extra, you know, 
warning lights or something that turn on at some point, or maybe well, there's a, a, a scrolling there's, there's feed two like that from from the New York Times, Times Square. Exactly, it's a got news the, it's got your Wall Street feed. It's got your Wall Street feed. There we go. It's a ticker. It's a bottom line ticker all the way across. They've got a they've got a breakup. They've got a breakup on that non dash. There we go. They have a line that's got got a some sort of sunken thing in it. That probably is a readout of some kind, but. Who cares? I mean, it's about the screen. It's about the autopilot. This is not. There's nothing be about, to steal. Hey, this is this is so <laughs> awesome to drive. It's going to be about moving yourself around, which is fine. There's a there's there's a market for that. Clearly, we're headed more that way. Yeah. But I think the other thing about this is we have no idea the specs. No. Okay, it's a thirty-five thousand dollar car. He's acknowledged that. Okay, thirty-five thousand dollars was their target point. And he has acknowledged, I felt kind of sheepishly that the base model will still be a good car. We'll see, it'll still be a good car. <laughs> no, I no, feel believe, like he me, was, believe me. He was almost apologizing mm-hmm. for it because I bet you the one you want is sixty grand. And, and look, this is not a Tesla thing. That's true. Of, I mean, we talk about BMWs and Audis, and I, one of the things that I pound on all the time is don't buy a base German car. Your 3 Series you can get for thirty five. The one you want is 50. Well, you pound you on know? Porsche. So, the one you want's 100 grand. Here's $30,000 well, in Porsche, leather wrap. Porsche's even more whatever. extreme. Porsche's even more extreme. The, yeah. yeah, you can get a base Cayman for 70, but the one you really want is at least 90. I mean, that's yeah. absurd. Yeah. Every yeah. car maker does this to some degree. I so I'm not I'm not saying Tesla's unique in that regard, but I did think it was interesting that he's almost apologizing for the base model. And the specs on that are 0 to 60 in 6 seconds and 215 miles. That's your $35,000 car. Okay. Now, which, when you compare that, you which know, is fine. It might be fine for most people if they're buying this as an appliance, which, as which we will say. Be fine. This is just a pod. Which will be fine. Fine. But at that point, you really are playing in the Bolt's territory. You're, you're close to the Bolt. I mean, it's a 200-mile car. 200-mile range, you know, yeah. I don't know what right. it's zero to... I don't know what it's zero to sixty is, but it's a two hundred mile range car, and it's about the same price. I mean, you've got you've got to pair these things down to accomplish it. I have no doubt that this will still be faster than the Bolt. I'm sure they have set targets specifically for it to still be the fastest electric car at thirty five grand. I, I have no doubt. But wow. zero to sixty in six seconds, two hundred and fifteen mile range. These are not the wow figures. They aren't. You're going to have to spend probably sixty grand to wow yourself. Yeah, I, I did notice the crowd reaction as soon as he said. Zero to sixty in six seconds, and everybody started clapping. Like, oh wait, six seconds is not fast these days. Why, why are we clapping? Yeah, six. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want the when six second. I want the three second. Where's the three second? Exactly. Oh, when your ludicrous well, mode grand. SUV is doing three seconds, zero to sixty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your did I your small that? family sedan doing it in twice that long ceases to be something you clap about. I, I and I, and I'm not saying. Look. My FRS can't do six seconds. I'm not saying six seconds is slow, but it's it's all relative in this model line. In this, and for what he's already created. I mean, he's already created the benchmark mm-hmm. of 3.2. That's the one you want. Oh, yep. just hold your Apple Pay phone up to the screen, and you can upgrade right now. <laughs> Charge your credit card right now. It'll probably be already integrated. Apple Pay is already integrated, so you just go through a drive-through, and it just charges right to your car. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. wow. I, I, I still think it's I still think the play here is not cars. I think the play is batteries and superchargers and, and that's how Tesla actually makes money. Because you know, they aren't still aren't look, I'm not a guy that follows Wall Street, but but you don't have to go far to find out that Tesla still technically isn't profitable. And you know, they're, they're, I've, no. I've read various figures no. as to what amount of money they lose on Model S's. 
I am not saying that makes them bad or the cars bad, but I'm saying at some point you have to shift the model to just make money. And I think the make money model and the game plan here is batteries and superchargers. The Model 3 is yeah. here. It's fine, and you'll see one on the road in two years. So there's this thing that I've been noodling all day, you know, knowing this is coming, and I, I mentioned this to you. I, I secretly want to say it, so I'm, I'm secretly saying it but not saying it, and that is okay. these subsidies and the, the rebates that exist when you buy an electric car in certain countries, which sure. I believe are yeah, going away ours. at some point, yeah. ours too. And that is, are we subsidizing rich people by the first two Model Xs, the Model X and the Model S, the first two Tesla yeah. models? They're 80000 and all the way up to 140000 So by yeah. having all this, mm -hmm. because they're not profitable yet, and Elon even said, as I said before, hey, thanks everybody for buying those previous cars so we can actually fund development for this one in addition to government subsidies. It's a yeah, touchy subject. It wasn't subject. just people. It was, it I know was, it was people the government subsidies be, on top of people buying. Yeah. I, I know people are going to be set aflame by this comment, but I, yeah, this it's got to be at thirty five thousand for all the rest of us to want it, because then mm -hmm. Elon said, mm -hmm. you won't be able to buy a better car for that price, which I wanted to raise my hand and say, um, I, I take issue with that. I I do. Mm. I I disagree because we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. Yeah. That, define better. I mean. Well, there is you're, no you're right. perfect that's car. The big, that's exactly. That's the thing that we talk about all the time. And that's one of the reasons that there have been there has been some vitriol. Well, some is an understatement on the Model <laughs> X review. And I will say, yes, I have read all 1,200 comments. Thank you very much. Uh, I will never get those years of my life back. However, uh, the reason for some of that vitriol is because Tesla, again, it's kind of a religion. And I've talked about it also with the, with the GTR. We talked about it last week. When you get to cars you so aspire to, you, you look at them in this golden light and there's nothing wrong with them. No car is perfect. And I'll go another one. No transportation pod is perfect. And you're right. At $35,000, is there a better car? What's your definition? And I will say right now what would be interesting is to have a base Model 3 and to drive it against the base $35,000 versions of other cars because it That's might an interesting It review. genuinely might. Sure, sure. But that would be a very interesting discussion. I think I think the discussion gets harder at fifty five sixty where this thing will probably top out. I think that's where it gets a lot more interesting. At thirty five, that's a fascinating world because there's a lot of thirty five thousand dollar car like German cars like we were saying before. I wouldn't buy them in that spec. So mm -hmm, it's sure. it's a really interesting place to play. I mean, yeah, he he said this other comment that I'll probably get it wrong, but something along the lines of consumer reports saying that the Model S was the best car ever along with, you know, the crash test and considering all this stuff. It's the best car ever. And I went, uh, okay, that's well, that's one opinion. That's fine. It is a well, great car. We like it. Mm -hmm. But best well, consumer car reports, ever. Consumer mm. reports broke their own scale and gave it like 104 out of 100, which yeah. I, I, from an editorial standpoint, I don't understand how you do that. I just don't understand how you justify, you know, we're going to break our scale and risk our reputation on giving this more than that. But apparently, I, and somebody's going to check me on this, but I believe that the Consumer Reports had enough trouble with their long-term car, enough recalls, that they took it off their recommended list. Hmm. Well, that wasn't mentioned. So <laughs> Conveniently. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's – I actually really like the Model S. I think it's an incredibly impressive car. But – 
the, the problem is we are bumping into that thing that happens on all these press reveals, which is let me tell you why we're awesome. And I don't, I, I don't forget Tesla, anybody. Let me tell you why we're awesome. That's what the press reveals are well, about. Marketing 101, and, right? Exactly. And people have asked us multiple times on the Model X review, why aren't we talking about the safety? Yes, these cars are safe. But the only person that has actually crash-tested the X so far is Tesla. So <laughs> yeah. them saying it's yeah. the safest car, it's the safest SUV in the world, or them saying that the Model 3 is the safest car, blah, blah, of course you're going to say that. And don't get me wrong, it may be true, but until a third party takes it and crashes it and puts it up against a scale of other cars and goes, that's the best, I, I'm not going to repeat what Tesla says about their own vehicle and its crashworthiness. I, because it has no huge combustion engine to compress, it would stand to reason that it should be. You've taken out this huge lump that can fly into people. I, I agree with that, and they are incredibly safe cars, but them saying we've made the safest car when they're the only ones that have tested it? Really? <laughs> are we going to back that play? Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, it, it remains to be seen. I mean, I, I, uh, I wonder if you get more of the model options behind the paywall and maybe somebody who is actually listening to this and buying one can verify that once you put your thousand dollars down does that happen or do you just get an allocation a build slot essentially at that point and then you order it down the road you actually i think it's just i think it's just a your order is up i think it's like your model your m2 even though you know what the story is but i think it's like m2 they will call you when your slot comes up and tell you what your options are at some point what do you want here's the list elon even acknowledged this was reveal part one Right, and right. clearly, the thing he's not revealing is what are the versions of this car. He's mentioned the specs for the base. He's mentioned the price for the base. He hasn't mentioned anything else. So clearly, yeah. there will be versions. We don't know what they will be, what they will cost. It's all conjecture at this point. I think you're just going to have your credit card on file with Tesla. And as soon as you want <laughs> a new feature, you just click buy. I, I bet yeah. you it's just like buying music, the way we buy music these days. Mm-hmm. The Apple iTunes store <laughs> You want the song, it just shows up on your credit card, and it well, makes buying things very easy, dangerous. But think about, think about the way we buy apps. You get yeah. the free version of the app, and when you get annoyed with the ads, guess what you do? You say, I'd like to upgrade, and now, voila, you've upgraded. <laughs> it's going to be it's advertisements kind of all over the screen and spam and all these that's what that, malware. That's what that ticker's and... for. That's what that ticker's for, because the $35,000 <laughs> version is constantly ticking ads. If you want to shut that off and just make it go silent, you've got to upgrade. You've got to that's pay money. Just buy here and spend five grand That's more. Terrible. Dang it. That's terrible. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be malware all over the screen. Like, dang it. I don't need the pill. I don't need that. I have the base I have the base bottle three with ads. That's terrible, but so funny. It's like Pandora oh, Radio man. or anything else with ads. Oh, that's yeah. funny. All right, we should we should probably close this down. We we thought we'd go a half hour on the Model Three. We've gone almost an hour just talking is, about uh, because it's interesting. It, it look there's a lot of stuff we don't know, but there's no taking away the fact that it's interesting. And here is the quasi affordable car from a company that has made revolutionary vehicles. They are, I mean, they're not. And they I, work. I will be honest. They're not they the work. most fun things I've driven, but they work like crazy yeah, and they're yeah. cutting edge. So that's interesting, and it this will continue to make waves in the industry. And what's going to happen with the Bolt? What's what's Ford going to drop? What's Porsche going to drop? You know, these I, I still I stand by what I said before, and that is that I believe GM, BMW, and Porsche are going to, to some degree, eventually eclipse Porsche in this market because they have the infrastructure, and their only thing they do is cars. Tesla, well, sure. I fully believe it. 
and, is and shifting toward batteries. Porsche has already come out and said, we don't think autonomous driving is our core market. And I, I agree. I don't think they should come yeah. out with an autonomous car. They might cave, just like Lamborghini now is going to build an SUV. They'll, and, they'll and have them. It'll be, it'll be autopilot. It'll be you can do it, and then you can turn it off. Because I bet you be there will feature. be a place at which – I bet you there will be a place at which there will be – just like we have HOV, HOV lanes now – there will be autonomous lanes, and they will always move faster, and they will always have fewer wrecks, and there will be companies out there. I guarantee you there will be companies out there that will retrofit whatever car you have to be autonomous so that you can drive in those lanes. It's like buying and an alarm I, system. Just Seriously, your car and I bet you, I bet you 20 torns. years from now, you'll have your 2010 whatever that is driving along in the autonomous lane with an on-off switch on the dash for autonomous or not. That's going to be a retrofit reality because we're going to end up – the only way this works is if you end up with starting to change the infrastructure of lanes to be autonomous friendly. And I fully believe that's coming. Well, I can't wait for the day when you and I start recommending these cars used for our listeners because they're now below 35000 and they're a good deal and you can get them and, hey, go for it. Well, so I look you know, forward to that, that point, day though, actually. To that point though. The loaded Model 3 will probably be 50, 60 grand. By the time it's actually out, you'll be able to get a used Model S for 40. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, that, and that starts our discussion all over again. If that battery is replaceable, if, if it truly is something upgradable, and now we've got 300 mile range, 400, 500, the new batteries have 600 mile well, range, get yourself a used Model S and be done with it. But if you could car. get a used model, if you could get a used Model S for let's say forty five, and it's got still two hundred and fifty miles left on its battery, of range left on its battery, yeah, that is going to be very competitive to whatever you could buy in the new Model Three, or possibly even a better deal. It, it, that, but that starts our conversation all over again. Of just <laughs> let's talk used bargains. Right. That's now encroaching on their new car sales. So hmm. Interesting. I'm I'm completely intrigued. This was this was not the vaporware thing that that it could have been. I, I knew it wouldn't be, but it wasn't the vaporware thing like my rant on Faraday. I am much more intrigued by the longer term idea here than I am the Model Three itself because the Model Three, I'm honestly, it's 18 months away. Nobody's yep. going to have them yet, and you 115,000 people in line. Guess what? Middle and of 2018 growing. and growing. Yeah, yeah, like crazy. All right. Well, wow. uh, we should wrap this up. It's almost an hour. Holy cow, that went fast. Well, guys, thank you, you so much for listening, for watching. Check out our Model X video. If you haven't seen it yet, we've crested 200,000 views on that in two weeks and continues to grow, continues to create comments and controversy. But yeah, this this stuff works. It's coming. I like your, well, uh, your but I will... re, rethinking of the term podcast because that's where we're going, folks. That's, that's pretty but, funny. Uh, but I also... And well, it's like I joked before. One at one point, what we, what you and I do, is going to be no difference in making horse fancy videos. We're going to be doing car stuff <laughs> yeah. for people that have a car in their garage that they remember the old days and they like to drive their combustion car for fun. That's where you and I are going to be as eighty-year-old men, unfortunately. <laughs> but but anyway, of course, <laughs> me, me at eighty, <laughs> me at eighty is frightening for many many other ways. Oh my gosh. that. But yeah. But the other thing I would also say is watch our Model S review. Because, you know, the Model yeah, X, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in our Model X discussion that is will play differently to you if you've seen the Model S for comparison and reference. Because we had it for reference. So I would say watch that as well. And if you watch the Model X review, when you watch the Model X review, hey, watch the whole thing. 
<laughs> I to can the very tell end. by the comments. To the very and end. I have read yeah. them all. I can tell by the comments. A vast majority of people just stopped it at one point and went, well, here's what these guys think. You know what? If you haven't seen the piece, you can't say what we think yet. But anyway, there it is. That's funny. Yeah, that Model S we drove that had not had the, the uh, ludicrous mode or all-wheel drive. That was uh, just prior mm-hmm. to both those features coming out. Yeah, so it was a, anyway, it was a P85 plus, but it wasn't the D and it had no autonomous. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Car. Very keep impressive that in car. Mind. Interesting. All right. Well, this was a heck of a discussion. Thank you guys for being with us. Please rate this podcast and pass it on. We're getting a lot of really good growth. And a lot of that is you guys rating it. And you can rate it on Stitcher. If you're not an iPhone guy, as we beat on Apple some tonight, if you're not an iPhone guy and you're on Android, a lot of people have told us that Stitcher is great. So please go on to Stitcher. You can give it a rating and a a written review on Stitcher as well. And that is a great way to feed that to your Android phone. And uh, those ratings are helping us climb, which is really cool. And we are, guess what? We're reading those reviews as well. When you guys respond to us, we are reading it. Some days that's overwhelming, but it happens. So thank you for being with us. (laughs) We do a lot of reading. Anyway. Yes. (laughs) Onwards. Thanks, guys. Next week. All right.